it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. Atrazine. It is one of the most ubiquitous pesticides in the world, found in everything from lawn and turf products to roadside and garden treatments to commercial crop pest management, especially in corn crops. Approximately 80 million pounds are applied annually in the United States. Because it is so widely used and can be transported more than 600 miles from where it was applied, it is the most prevalent source of contamination in groundwater, surface water, and even rainfall. In fact, more than half a million pounds of atrazine falls in rain each year in the United States. As a result, this chemical contaminates otherwise pristine habitats, even in remote areas where it is not used. While some environmental topics, like climate change, are still labeled as controversial, others, like the overuse of toxic chemicals, are not. From the best data I found out there, it seems that anywhere from 90 to 95% of Americans are concerned about toxic chemicals in our environment. I personally sat behind a large donor for our last president on a plane and listened to her fundraise and simultaneously raise the alarm on chemicals. Scientists are alarmed too. Increasingly, many of these chemicals, everything from common pesticides to neonicotinoids to steroids and leachates from plastics, especially bisphenol A or BPA, are causing endocrine disruption in exposed wildlife and in humans. While there are some effects that are not as well understood, what we do know is that these chemicals have estrogenic effects, i.e. they mimic the hormone estrogen in the human body, and they cause endocrine disruption. Scientists call these chemicals EDCs, or endocrine disrupting chemicals. By binding and activating or blocking hormone receptors in humans and other species, EDCs can interfere with the normal functioning of the endocrine system, which is responsible for regulating all hormonal activity in the body. A class of pesticides called organophosphates are the largest known contributor to healthcare costs associated with EDC exposure, resulting in about $42 billion spent in the U.S from prostate, breast cancer, and sexual organ dysfunction in both males and females. Research studies have shown that certain EDCs, such as phthalates, bisphenol A, and some pesticides, also can interfere with the production, release, transport, and metabolism of hormones involved in sexual development. These chemicals can mimic, block, or alter the action of natural hormones, leading to various physiological effects. In particular, they disrupt the balance of sex hormones, leading to altered development of the reproductive system. In frogs, atrazine has been proven to completely alter males, resulting in both chemical castration and complete feminization, where chromosomal males become female and are able to mate with non-altered males. Spookily, these chemical-induced females produce only male offspring, a mutation that has been shown to drive whole species to extinction over time. And effects are not limited to frogs. In humans, in vitro development, EDC exposure can affect the timing of sexual differentiation, the development of external genitalia, and the overall reproductive function, including increased rates of hermaphrodism and other forms of chemical feminization. The emerging, overwhelming concept from the scientific field is that the contamination of water, air, and soil with EDC's sex hormones threatens the integrity of aquatic and other ecosystems and poses a serious concern for both animal and human health. 
It is important to note just how sensitive our bodies and other animal bodies are when it comes to hormones. Changes in our environment, social communities, and relationships can all alter them. There are countless natural variations that have helped us to adapt and evolve as a species. EDC, however, poses a unique risk with known and unknown consequences. Because of this, I think it's worth taking the time to learn about the effects of chemicals, and since they can travel over 600 miles, what chemicals we allow companies to sell. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.